From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd, brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The Packhorse Librarians Who Delivered Books Come Hell or High Water by Adriana Navarro Back during the Great Depression, the creek beds of eastern Kentucky weren't known for their hospitality. Cut Shen, Troublesome, and Hell for Certain Creek, the level of their compassion was reflected in their names. Still, the muddy mark of horse hooves in the creek beds pointed to their use as last-effort roadways, particularly by a group of librarians who once traversed the mountainsides and brought books to the isolated communities of Appalachia. I've always thought that where you have a library that's supported by the community, they're like the truest symbol of democracy because it's equal access to information. Kathy Appelt, co-author of Downcut Shin Creek, the Packhorse Librarians of Kentucky, told AccuWeather in an interview. When a community gets behind a library, they're saying, we want all our citizens to be informed. Grace Caudle Lucas, a federal employee and packhorse librarian, traversed the creeks and narrow trails of Lee County, Kentucky in the 1930s. Bill, the retired thoroughbred she rode, helped lug the bags of books that would serve as a lifeline of information to those communities. The bags, ranging from saddlebags to flower sacks, carried tales of adventure, guidance, news, and pictures. The books weren't always in the most pristine shape, especially given the times. Most of them had been donated to the program, and people weren't as likely to give away new books. But the librarians made use of whatever they could get their hands on. Even the books that had been worn down and tested by time were reused, their pictures cut out and added to scrapbooks in which librarians and even those who received the books would add recipes or quilting patterns to create new material. Nothing could be wasted in the era of the Great Depression. Many across America had plunged into poverty, but Appalachian mining towns were among the hardest hit. In May 1935, the Franklin D. Roosevelt administration created the Works Progress Administration, or WPA, an American New Deal agency with the intent to deploy citizens through the construction of public buildings, roads, and bridges. The program included the Packhorse Library Initiative, intending to hire librarians to ride through the treacherous pathways and deliver reading materials to more isolated communities that wagons and cars might have had difficulty reaching. The project was not the first of its kind, though its predecessor in 1913 had struggled with funding after its patrol died in 1914. One round trip by the librarians would typically take a full day, and they made trips four days a week. On the fifth and final day, the librarians would spend time sorting through books and collaborating on the scrapbooks. 
The thing was, there really weren't much in the way of roads up in the hills and mountains in those days, so you often had to travel along the creek bed, or you had to travel along these very precipitous little tracks that followed high above the creek bed, where the mountain would go right up on your right and it would drop off to your left to the creek. Dr. Sandra Opdyke, an American historian, told AccuWeather. And so it was tricky, even in good weather. In bad weather, however, it would mean braving an icy trail and slippery footing along the 20-mile trek. Of her many trips across the mountains of Lee County, the one Lucas recalled for Down Cutchin Creek authors Appelt and Jean Schmitzer, was a day of biting cold. When the water from the creek splashed up, it froze her boots to her stirrups. Upon her arrival, she had to chip at the ice to free them. On a different trip, the weather turned bad one night before she could make her way home, with heavy rainfall adding to the cold, Schmitzer recalled Lucas telling her. She ended up staying the night at the house of one of her patrons, to whom she made book deliveries. And this was a very poor family. They didn't have a lot, and it bothered her to have to stay there, Schmitzer said. She knew they were going to want to feed her, and she knew they didn't have the food. Despite these often unforgiving conditions, it was predominantly women who answered the call. Of the nearly 200 pack horse librarians, 90% of them were women. They were really tough, those mountain women, Appelt said. Regardless of the danger, she said, the job was considered a woman's job. Opdyke pointed out that the majority of the WPA jobs were based in construction, which were more likely to hire men, in turn giving them more choices when looking for jobs than women. To add to this, the agency only hired one worker per family, preferably the head of the household. Of the packhorse librarians, many were single mothers, widows, or divorcees. Other librarians had husbands who were either unable to work or had left looking for work and never returned. There were a few older women that participated more at the administrative level, like the State Library or the Kentucky Teachers Association, Schmitzer said. However, a shortcoming of the program, Appelt said, was that, to her knowledge, it did not involve people of color, or at least none that the photos included. Neither she nor Schmitzer nor Opdyke recall in their research coming across a packhorse librarian who wasn't white. Appelt added that even today, where she lives in Texas, libraries are not well-placed throughout communities to ensure equal accessibility. A lot of public libraries were not accessible to people of color I know here in my area, Appelt said. That was a real failing, and you know it continues to be. The Packhorse Librarian Project ended in 1943, along with the closure of the WPA. But its legacy was revived more than a decade later. In 1956, Congress passed a law providing the nation's first significant federal funding for libraries with a special provision for bookmobiles, the latter detail proposed by Representative Carl Perkins of Kentucky. He had been a schoolteacher, a young schoolteacher, in the Kentucky mountains during the years of the Packhorse Library, Opdyke said. He had seen what traveling books could do for a cutoff area. And so he's the one that really fought the battle and made sure that the money went into the federal grant for libraries. Today, the state of Kentucky continues to operate more than 140 bookmobiles to deliver books to the public, working to make information more accessible. That's all for today. For your local weather at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. Strange weather phenomena happens all the time. 
orange snow, underwater icicles, tornadoes that give a whole new meaning to the phrase raining frogs. But you don't need to predict the weather to know State Farm has surprisingly great rates on car insurance. Get the coverage you need at an affordable price, completely frog-free. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.